Hello and welcome to another episode of the I Am A Christian podcast. A while back, I had a conversation with a pastor, a lady, about Proverbs 14, verse 1. And it was specifically to see what the woman's perspective is on um, that topic. Today, I have with me a man to discuss how a man interprets that passage in the Bible. Now, the most important thing is that we know that marriage is very important, but marriage, it's not necessarily a man thing or a woman thing. It's two people coming together to make it work. So uh, I want to thank you very much, sir, for agreeing to do this with me. I do have some questions prepared, but we'll just go with the conversation and see where it leads. I want to explore this um, as deeply as I can. One of the reasons is because uh, with young men, both married and looking to get married, there are a lot of enjoyments to be had, but there are also a lot of challenges. And this is about preparing the next generation to say, okay, marriage is good, but this and this and this is what needs doing at what particular time and how we can go about it. So thank you so very much for agreeing to be on the show today. Thank you for having me. Okay, so let's start. Um, Proverbs 14 verse 1, it says, A wise woman builds her house, but the foolish pluck it down with her own hands. Every time we hear this scripture, it's always used as an instruction for women to say, oh, if anything is going wrong in the house, women, what are you doing? Women, what are you doing? Bible says specifically it's a woman who builds the home and things like that. I just want to ask, how does a man, when a man hears the scripture, how, when I say man, I mean a godly man, because I know how some other people hear that scripture, but a godly man, how does he interpret this particular scripture? Um, thank you very much. Um, I would say, as rightly said there, that godly man, yes. because if we are looking at it from man generally, it's different from when you are looking at it from the point of view of a godly man. Mm-hmm. Because as a godly man, you know that, when, it com- when we talk about marriage, about home, it's not something that only one person can build. Yes. Because God created man and woman. The woman that God created was to be an helpmate to the man, meaning that the, a man has a duty and woman also has a duty to build a home. So it's not something that just only one person can build. So... Looking at this scripture, say every wise woman builded a house, but the foolish plucked it down with her hands. Especially bear in mind that this is a proverb. Yes. So a proverb doesn't necessarily mean that you interpret it wall by wall. It's like, so it's the word of wisdom. And you need wisdom of God to actually God get interpretation for that word. So what I'm trying to say is that in terms of godly man, Godly man will not say this Bible verse as something that is only talking to my wife. Mm-hmm. Because the Bible says in Nemo chapter 3, verse 3, that can two work together except they be agreed. So if two people are not agreeing together, there's no way they can work together because one will be pulling down and another one will be maybe raising up. So, and that will not work. So, 
looking at this from a godly man point of view, it means that it's not just only the woman, it's us, both of us coming together and build this. And also, both of us can come together and pull it down hmm. if we True. don't do what we're supposed to do True. True. in line with hmm. the word of God. Hmm. So, at least just to summarize that, is that from the godly man point of view, this Bible verse will not be interpreted as a woman thing. It's a collective effort. There's nobody that can build a home on its own. Even if I just maybe take this a little bit out of um, the biblical area, going to my profession as a building surveyor, there's no, I used to tell people that even no matter how small the construction work you want to do, it's not something that only you can start everything and finish it. You need to engage different people to build it. Yes. And the yes. same thing with this yes. home also. It's not mm. something that just only one woman can mm. build. And mm. one man also cannot build a home. True. Because even if because if both of you are not working together, there's no way that home can stand. True. 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 Okay. So well, there is a lot in what you've just said. And I wanna see if I can um, pick up, pick it apart a little bit and bring out some things. One of the things you said is agreement. Yeah. I remember somebody said to me one time, a musician friend of mine, he said, do you know, even to function in your ministry as a musician, you need to be with a woman who can support you. If you attach yourself to the wrong person, especially when you are the sort of musician who um, you always get call outs, a lot of people want to enjoy your services and that. So you need a woman who understands that ministry, who is willing to support you. So thinking about that in terms of the agreement of, of okay, building a home, is that something that the man has to work on, the woman have to work on, or the both of them have to sit down and say, okay, this is what we're agreeing to do. Now, the, the reason I ask this question is because there are some other questions I want to ask you about before, even before a man marries and, you know, some things he has to have in place. But with the agreement, for example, does it have to be, I mean, who initiates that conversation to say, this is what we're agreeing on? Um, in terms of uh, initiating the conversation, I will look at it from the point of view as, this, we are looking at this from a point of view of a Christian home, not just because being a Christian home, it means that the foundation will have been laid on Jesus Christ from the beginning. So based on that, coming up from that, it is even it might not be a conversation that you actually have to sit down and start talking about again if the uh, if the foundation is laid properly from the beginning. It's only when the foundation is not laid properly from the beginning, because if we go through the biblical way of getting married, at least you will have gone through courtship, you will have gone through some counseling. So all this will have been part of the conversation that you will have built from the beginning, not after you get married. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. if, for, if, for instance, you miss that to lay the good foundation, because the good foundation is laying this one, yes. the marriage started from... So God, if we miss that, then there can still be a conversation that it doesn't matter who brings up, but I will look at it and I say, the man might be the one to start the conversation, being the head of the family. 
if anything happens to a family, if a home breaks down, I'm sure God will ask the man because you are the one that I put as the head of this home. So why is it breaking down? What have you done? What have you not done? Yes. So based on that, if that is if they have laid if the foundation was not laid properly from the beginning, that is going through the way of God and we just go see ourselves and got married and now we need to start having the conversation. Maybe of course that doesn't mean that everybody that get married they laid a proper foundation from the beginning, mm. but mm. they can still have second chance of going back to God and say, God help us to do this, to get this right, and they can the conversation can start from the man. Or the woman, it doesn't matter. But as I said, normally I would have, I would expect the foundation, the issue to come from the man being uh, the yes. head yes. of the family. Yes, and yeah. so that I think that's where I'll, that's how I'll be maybe looking at it from. Yes, I think let's let's expand on this bit of being the head of the family. Yeah. Now the the reason I'm asking this is because, uh, especially with the society we live in, yeah. I mean, I understand some. Um, other societies where they still have that conservative nature of how the family operates, family structure. But in the society where we live in, the idea of the man is the head of the family, some people just cannot fathom that. And in some ways, I do not blame them because I have seen men who take the role of being the head of the family as as an excuse to become a tyrant, it terrorizes everybody in the house. And so I just want you to please expand on that point of the man being the head of the family. What does it actually mean to be the head of the family? Thank you very much. When, let's go back to the creation. When God created man, the first man that he created was the man, Adam. It was later he looked at it and said, oh, this man, he needs help. He needs mm. help, mate. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. when God decided to create Adam. That is, um, Eve, sorry. Eve, God yeah. brought out Eve from Adam. So based on that, it's obvious from the beginning that God has placed Adam to be the head of that, of that union, of that uh, union that God created. That is because the Bible makes us understand that Eve an helpmate. And if someone is my helpmate, that means I need support of that person to achieve, to do whatever I want to do. Meaning that in that regard, I'm the one on top rather than the woman. So that's just from the beginning. From the beginning, that was how it was created. So talking about what the society is doing now, um, I would say and this might be part of what we're still going to discuss about, but I would say one of the main issue of marriage breaking down and every other thing in the society mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. is because it's one of those, it's one of these reasons that is, we are not, the man and the woman, we are not putting ourselves where God put us, where God wants us to be. Mm. I, um, I was discussing with a lady friend just this last week. She's a lecturer at the University of Wolverhampton, and she's the course leader. But she's very tiny, very little lady, but she has quite a lot of men around her because she's the course leader. She has to gather them together. So I was just discussing, and I asked her, how are you coping? She now said yes. that what, she did, what she's doing, why she's 
succeeding in what she's doing is because uh, she's not competing. Despite that she's the head of that department, she's not competing with them. She's not showing, I say, oh, I'm the head, so you people have to be under me. Mm. She still mm. see them as men. Yes. That's no matter the way God created that men should be above rather than below. Mm. So, and what she does, as she said, and what she's not said that what I do is that I do what I do best. What's that? As a woman, I need to provide that if she called a meeting like they have about four, um, they can be in that meeting for almost four hours, she'll make sure that she provides food for them. And because of that, nobody complains. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. that is a wisdom. Yes. Yes. So this is work. This is not even a homo. Yes. So if she's doing that to to make sure that she succeeded at work, at work definitely. Because I what even led to our well, discussion yes. was I was asking her whether she wants to maybe uh, go into politics or something like that. No, say I leave that for my husband. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that is to say that if we understand that, that men, no matter what the society is saying, because even we need to understand whatever the society is saying now, it's not that will not change what God has put in place, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. also should always also tells us that the the world that we are now is um it's not as God left it. Jesus Christ left it two thousand years ago because He said when He was going that even when I come back will I still meet? True, that is true. <laughs> so <laughs> that and, is true. And this is like the end time, mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. one of the things that is happening now is the fact that. When it comes to marriages, the devil knows that if he can destroy a home, yes. easily he can get the society. True, true. So and he's fighting truth and nail to make sure that that happens. So that's why the competition will always be there. Mm. So that's that's I think that's what I would say with regards true, to that. True. Oh yes. Oh yes. No, I very I very much agree. It's just the because usually when you say, oh, the man is the head of the family, a lot of people tend to interpret it in many different ways, however it suits their narrative. So it's sure. just to make sure that is clear. Let me go into some of the questions I actually want to ask you today. Now, there are, I think there are three key stages in a man's life. Now, there was a stage before marriage, there was a stage during marriage, and after marriage, so when the his spouse dies. And something I, when I was preparing for this, something I came across in Proverbs 18.22, which I think is quite, uh, uh, everyone knows, is he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. The thing with finding a wife, in those days, and I remember I asked my last guest about this as well, in those days you would have the family look for a wife for the son and they must have done all their due diligence and say we know this family this family is good we know their history there is no sickness there is no history of um with a stealing or something but we know okay and we know the girl she's well trained she behaves herself properly this is the girl we I wouldn't say recommends. This is the girl you must marry. Yes. So that was the pattern then. I mean, some people still do it now. But these days, a man goes out. He's like, oh, I saw this girl. She looks very beautiful. I like her. I want to marry her. And there are some also who go, 
you know, I can't even be bothered to go out. I mean, coronavirus has happened now. People don't even go out anymore. So now we like, okay, we're going online with the dating apps and, and thing. The key thing is about finding a wife. Now, if a man is going to find a wife, how does he go about doing that? Considering, I mean, a godly man now who wants to obtain favor, how does he go about doing that? Um, I, I think as I rightly said, in the olden days, yes, when I say olden days, because oh, in terms of people that are still doing that now, would probably be the royal families mm. rather mm. than mm. just anybody, yeah. <laughs> or it might still be happening in the village, mm. but. That is maybe family looking, and so that child we know her from the beginning, and mm-hmm. she's this is that. They can tell the story of the family and say, okay, if you marry this, that. But that's have changed mm-hmm. drastically because now you go to uni, you meet someone there, and you say that's the person you want to marry. But having said that, you can. I think that's the norm now in terms of where to get who you want to get married to, maybe at work or anyway. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to issue of finding a wife and maybe obtaining favor from God, is what the way I would see that is the fact that even if I meet a lady now, or oh, because man will look at the outward appearance first mm-hmm. before even we talk about the character and any other thing. Yes. Oh, yes. But see, how does she look? Because one way or the other, we have in our brain, in our head, how you want your wife to look like from the beginning. So that might be the first attraction that we attract you to. Because I don't think, unless if you know that and God told you and say, go out, the person that you meet, which I don't think many people <laughs> will get to that. But the first thing that there will be this attraction that, okay, oh, I'm attracted to this person. But if you want to do it in a godly manner, Attracted to this person, then is to go back to God and to find out, God, is this the one or not? And that is one of the things that is lacking now. I I give you another example that someone that I spoke with just this week also about something similar to this. Uh, it's been long that always I spoke with this lady last. She just sent me a message on come either Tuesday or Wednesday this week and mm. say, oh, she wants, she needs to talk to me, okay? So, okay, I'm not free now. Let's talk tomorrow. So, I gave her time and she called me about three o'clock uh, the following day and we started talking. I, it's about the person she wants to get married to. This, that, this, And she gave me two, and I asked two things about this. I'm not a pastor. I'm not, True. I don't, <laughs> I'm not a prophet. <laughs> but I told her that Maybe because of my experience in terms of maybe uh, to some extent, since we've been in this church, at least to some extent, I know certain things that I know that I cannot just go into. And if I have to advise people, I will tell you, look at it from this point of view rather yes. than this point of view. Yes. And she told me that this person, she was introduced to this, this boy, the guy is in Qatar. She's back in Nigeria and they are trying to, uh, I think it was sort of matchmake anyway. So, and because she's getting to the age of 30, mm. and that's giving her some pressure. pressure. And when she told me, and I told her, point back, said, I'm not a pastor, but I can see danger mm. in this. And I asked her a question. Did you take this person because the, the guy traveled to Nigeria and they met? And did you take her? She met her family 
and even the two family has met already. And I said, did you take this guy to your pastor? She said, no. I said, why? She said, I've told him about two other people before, and he just told me to go and pray. Oh, my God. <laughs> I said, then why then? <laughs> he said, that's almost a year ago, and she's has not talking. I said, no, this is what the pastor is trying to do. Maybe I say not all pastor hear from God. No, can a prophet? Mm. There are some that when they pray, they can say, "Okay, this person is this person, not that person." Yes. But so if a pastor is telling you to go and pray, that means he wants you to be convinced yourself. Let God speak to you. Yes. Know that if you have gone to him and say, "I pray," and God told me it's this person, he will never change it. He will never say no. That's not. Yes. So why don't you? And I told that this is why you don't want to go to the pastor because you are not. You just want to go into this marriage mm-hmm. and because you are getting old, because uh, someone introduced him to you. And, and I told her that the two things that you said this guy is doing, I can tell you, I'm not a prophet of doom, but mm. I don't see this ending well. If you get married to this guy, I'm sure you will struggle. Mm-hmm. And she went quiet and I say, and luckily for me, I know a little bit about her family history in terms of her, um, the people that are in family that marriages is always up and down. And I say, a few considered days, looking at this from the point of view of your sister, your two sisters, this, that, this, that, then if you go into this, you end up like them. That was how we, where we ended the conversation. So what I'm trying to say, bringing that into it, is the fact that the pressure is actually affecting people, not that they don't know the truth, because she mm. knew mm. that going to the pastor, praying yes. about this, yes. is the best. Mm. But because of, okay, maybe let's go into it. If anything, we, we sort it out when we get there. But when it comes to marriage, and I told her something, I say, I have a teacher then, in, when I was in Nigeria, he used to say that to have a 10 broken relationship is better than having just one broken marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's a relationship you are not got married, yes. it's uh, it didn't work. Then everybody goes there. Oh, it's yes. better than you having yes. just one broken marriage. Yes. Oh yes, yes. I think the level the level of commitment is different. Exactly. So, so because when it's come to marriage, you have already joined together, mm-hmm. and when mm-hmm. it's broken, that's a whole family broken, and not just one family. It's both families. Mm-hmm. On that side, so that's why. So, and I told her that way. You need to find, you need to try, and be careful before you go into this. Look at it very well because, as I said, there are two things that she told me about this guy that I knew that no. If you go into this, there is no two ways about it. There will be problem along the line. So that is just to summarize this in terms of finding a good wife is you go out, you walk, you see this person you can go back to God and pray. But so I think there's also difficulty in that as well because if you have get attracted to this person and it's like your mind is like um, maybe too drawn before you start praying, you might be seeing what God is not seeing. That is true. That is true, yes. L- let me ask this question because um, the example you just mentioned now, it's reminded me of a question I asked uh, my last guest. Uh, it's a good thing to be married. It's definitely a good thing. But Apostle Paul said this thing where he said, it's not for everyone to get married. 
I understand this thing with the pressure and, you know, there's a lot of pressure like, oh, all your mates are getting married. How come you're not married yet? And a lot of people act based on this pressure and then they get themselves into situations which they sh- could have avoided. I think, is it compulsory for everyone to get married? I mean, there are some people, everyone's purpose in life is different. Now, for some people, getting married would be, okay, another step in that journey to fulfill that purpose. But does that apply to everybody? Um, if I go back to the creation, mm. because meaning that God created Adam, and mm. out of Adam yes. came Eve. Yes. That means to me, if there's one million men on earth, there's a woman that God created out of those mm. one million. Mm. Meaning mm. that, they are, I would say, looking at that from that point of view, I would say that it is compulsory because there's someone there that God created out of you as a man that you need to get married to. So looking at it from that point of view, but looking at it again from another point of view, some, and this is where the, because when from the beginning, everything that God created was good. That was what the Bible says yes. in Genesis. Everything that God created yes. from day one to day six, even until when he rested, they were good. It was the devil that came and changed the good thing to bad. So, the fact that God created every man and created Eve out of every man, meaning that we all have to get married. But where, because there's someone that God has created to be our helpmate, no matter what, no matter what you want to be. Because if you say, I'm a man that I don't want to get married, you will struggle alone. Of course, that doesn't mm. mean you will not make it in life, yes. but something will be missing in that life. Mm, mm, something will mm, be missing. And that mm, is where you can see a man trying to say, okay, instead of me getting married to someone, let me go and look for a man of myself, of my mm, gender. Mm, 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 <laughs> as mm, part of, so, yeah. Because something is missing, mm, which mm, is mm. not something that maybe science, anything can feel. Yes. Well, you can be successful, you can have a lot of money, you can have, that doesn't mean, so to me, I would say that it is compulsory or necessary for us to get married. However, if there's um, if we miss it, because that is where the problem comes. That is where because if you marry, get it's just like a pastor, someone that God has called to be a pastor. Yes. And if you now marry someone who is not your helpmate, you might struggle to fulfill that calling mm. of being a pastor. And that is where if you marry. If for example, for anything, any reason, and the marriage broke down, that kind of pastor, it might be good for him not to even get go marry again. It might be okay because then he will not be able to face what he wants to do. But he has failed already in one. Aspect. That doesn't mean he will not. He cannot make heaven. It depends on. But that aspect means that he needs to do what he needs to do right. Because if we miss it from the beginning. It's mm. always very difficult. Mm. Apostle Paul that was saying that it's not compulsory, it's not as it's, it's not necessary for everybody to get married. He knew what he saw mm. Mm. before he mm. said that. Um, which looking at the people that surround him then, there are so many things going on. 
And if you look at what he did, he did a lot of work for God. And I don't think it was recorded in the Bible that he got married. No. No. But that was a separate, I would say that was a sort of an isolated case for him. So, and just look at it from the point of view that if he had got, if he had, maybe if he was married from, from Corinthian to Philippian to traveling all over the place, yes. he might struggle. True. He might struggle to actually achieve what he yeah, actually achieved mm. in terms of what he did for God. Mm, mm. So, in con- just to summarize that, that I would say that from the beginning when God created man now, um, uh, Adam, there's every Eve that God created from every man. Meaning that if I decide not to get married, there's someone that God created from me somewhere. Mm. That's supposed to be my wife that is languishing somewhere or somewhere is has got married to someone else. So yeah. I've already that equation has already been, been broken. Mm. In that jigsaw, something is missing. Yes. So I think I'll leave it there. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. See, let me let me get into some some of this. Now, before so this young man, yes, he wants to get married. He's prepared. Well, well, I say he's prepared. He he says to himself, I think I'm at the age where I should I should be married now. I should be with someone and you know, start a family. What should he have in place in terms of you know preparation? Like I, well, I believe anybody who wants to get married should be prepared, should know exactly the direction they want to head in. So what would you say advise a young man who wants to get married now? Like, okay, this thing and this thing and this thing, you need to have this in place before even going out to look for a woman. Um, I think what I would be looking for, for, my advice for anybody that wants to get married as a young man is you have to be ready physically, financially, emotionally. Because, like this lady that I spoke with, I told her that um, one of the things that um, the diff- there's complete difference between a girlfriend and boyfriend um, when oh, you yes. call him wife, oh, when yes. there's yes. marriage end, when you have, when you are fin- when you finally married, you can go out with your boyfriend and and spend buy this buy that buy that, but when you get married. Since we dynamics. Because then <laughs> there's more responsibility. You yeah. are now it's responsibility. There's so many. So you might, if you think the way it was then, it will continue. It might not continue that way. Mm. There will be. So that's where the emotional and um maturity comes in. Because if you are not mature emotionally, and also looking at it from the point of view that you have two people coming together. Yes. Husband and wife, coming from two different backgrounds. Mm. Then you need to go to a stage whereby you have to be able to agree things together, and at times you might you might need to compromise. Compromise incidents that if before when I was alone, I used to eat my dinner ten o'clock, and your wife where she comes from is seven o'clock. By seven o'clock, everybody is already had their dinner. You will not say as a man it has to be ten o'clock because mm-hmm. that's when I you know you have to come to. Yeah. Because if as little as that might be, that is, is might be enough to actually destroy the marriage. Yes. Because if there's no agreement. So so 
they have to be mature emotionally, fiscally, even financially. So if you say, if take first, I say, okay, I'm a young man, I'm planning to get married, I'm still living with my parents, mm. I'm not ready. Mm. Mm. Unless if I have money that, okay, I, a week before the marriage, we go and get our own house, mm-hmm. if you have that. But if you don't have that, you believe that for, uh, maybe if something will just happen <laughs> and you still still with your parents, that means you are not ready. Then mm. also, you need to know God. Mm. You cannot leave God out of your marriage. Mm. Not at all, because the Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 12 that a threefold cord cannot be easily broken. Yeah. So that is you, your wife, and God, three of you together, and there's no way. So if we go into this as a young man, you need to know God. You need to know God. Why is it that, okay, in this society that we are, you can see a marriage today, uh, 12 months along the line, they say, oh, they divorce. They've broken mm. up. Mm. Why is it that? It's because of certain things like the emotional, the, maybe one of them or both of them are not emotionally mature. But sure. Or the finances might not be most of most of an issue in this part of the world. Finances might not be an issue, but emotional maturity is very, very key mm. to you mm. having successful marriage. Because when I talk about emotional maturity, it means that your ability to keep quiet when the other is talking is part of it. Mm-hmm. Because one thing I've I've tried to maybe try to see two people, husband and wife. And this is how God created it. If the husband is a shouting part, you will see the wife quiet. Mm, mm. But, but if you see both of them the same way, there will always be problems. trouble. There will always be problems. So, yes. and I've, yes. I've observed few marriages that say, okay, I can see ah, daddy can do this, but mommy is like this. Daddy is the mommy is like this. So, it has to be balanced. Yes. Yeah. So and that is where the emotional maturity comes mm. in because if you are not emotionally matured, there will always be conflict. And the devil is always at the center of this conflict. Mm. He's always at the center because he knew he knew what button he can press on me to make me get angry. Yes. He knew what he can press on the wife to make the wife and get angry. Oh, yes. But yes. our maturity and the knowledge of God also will help. So Young man needs to make sure that God is at the center. If God is at the center, and this also takes me back to the beginning of the fact that the Bible talks about the fact that if the foundation is destroyed, what can the righteous do? Mm. Because if you don't, if you don't lay a good foundation from the beginning, mm. it will mm. off, it won't just be playing a cash-up game. Mm. And of course, we can, you can be with your wife for maybe twenty years and. But don't even understand each other well enough or hundred percent because there's still something that you might say, "Oh, I didn't know my wife can do that." Mm, <laughs> oh yes, because you learn every day, yes, and that yes. is where you have to be ready. Yes, so, okay, this is a learning stage because there are stages in marriage. So I think for young man that wants to get married, first thing they have to be mature emotionally, financially, and physically also, mm, and they have mm. to. Uh, make sure that God is at the center mm. of that marriage. Mm. Mm. Okay. Oh, thank you very much. That that is quite comprehensive. Let's look at during the marriage. 
uh, I think, well, you have covered a bit about conflict management, but I think let's just start. Let's just start from conflict management. And I want to consider conflict management added to intimacy and communication. I think one of the things I was told then is if you see a husband and wife who are not being intimate at home, you know that the level of conflict there, it's a serious one. But if maybe there was a disagreement or anything, but okay, when it comes to say in the bedroom, they're still quite intimate, that it's not a problem. Then you know, okay, maybe this is just a little issue that's going to blow over if people just decide to act as adults. I want to ask, I think something you mentioned earlier, it's the way it's when it's boyfriend and girlfriend the the stage there when everybody's still on the high and it's like oh I can't do without seeing your face for twenty four hours. It's different when they're now married. At some I think there are times where you just feel like, oh woman, please leave me alone. I need to have some personal space. And what there are times when you feel like, okay, let's just sit down together and watch TV. I want to ask how to um, balance the two. So the intimacy parts, the communication and um, conflict management. So when there's a disagreement, but also since you want to make sure that everything is working together well in terms of intimacy, how do we balance the two? Um, I think I'm just trying to say Ephesians chapter 4, verse 6, verse 26 says, They be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down on your lot. When it comes to conflict management in marriage, the key is one, this is if God is at the center of that marriage, mm. you know that from the word of God that no matter what this woman do or will not, no matter what this husband, this my husband has done, we have to resolve it. Mm. Communication is key. When I say it's very, very important that we communicate because one of the problem of maybe not communicating enough is if I do something now, instead of you to ask me and say, because we are not talking, and what you try to do is that you start filling the gap, yeah. saying so maybe this is what yeah. it does, and that is where problems mm. start. Mm. And the moment that starts, because the devil just needs a little bit of opening for the devil to enter, and just and you just start thinking so many things, so many things, and that can lead to marriage. So communication is key when it comes to conflict management in marriage. It's very very important. And as you rightly said, even if there's, I don't think there's even I'm sure our geo <laughs> will be there will be a time that. Him and Mommy Gio will disagree. Yes. Oh, yes. There will be a time. Yes. But they knew that, no, this disagreement, we need to resolve it quickly. Because if you disagree today and you didn't follow what the Bible says about the Father, don't let the sun go down on that anger. Mm. And you leave it to today. You didn't solve it today. 24 hours, 48 hours, it's become problematic and 
And the moment that starts happening, what you will see is that you'll be reading Minnie to every steps that she or he takes. Yes. And that's yes. where the problem comes. So definitely it's quite important that to communicate. Because as I said, there's no way you know there will not be issues. I, I give you an example. Today, when we're at home, uh, my wife said, oh, um, oh, she's cooking and she needs to quickly rush to the supermarket to go and buy something. I normally, I was saying, I just say, okay. But when she came back and I went to the kitchen, I said, I, okay, I went down to the kitchen to see what she was doing. She has blended so many pepper this, that. And I said, does it mean you cannot finish this cooking without buying this thing? He said, because the ingredient will not be enough. And, but you are not inviting anybody. You are not, <laughs> it's not, you are not cooking this. This is for your yes. home. Yes. That's, then you need to upgrade your cooking skill <laughs> because <laughs> it means that you can put, you can go into the kitchen and just join everything together mm. and cook it and mm-hmm. eat. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to, she just mm. say, okay, I will go and learn. I will go and do that. <laughs> but later when I finished that, I went upstairs and I came back again. I said, I hope you are not angry what I said. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. later I think about, I thought about it, that oh, she was doing this. We want to make a perfect yes. meal for us. That's why she's good. It's like I'm, I wasn't, I was not appreciating yes. what she just did. And I said, I hope you are not. <laughs> but I was just say <laughs> So communication is very, very key, especially mm. when you and when you know that, oh, something, maybe you see something mm. that later mm. you thought about it, you say, oh, maybe she might think this yes. way. Yes. Quickly go back. Because if I, I don't know whether she was angry about it or not, but if she was angry about it, she might not ask me, Mm-hmm. But next time, I might have to eat rice with just ordinary pepper. <laughs> 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 oh, no. <laughs> and, <she's, laughs> and if I complain, say, well, you told me. To... True. That is true. So, so <laughs> communication is very, very key mm-hmm. when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. And there will always be issue with uh, two people coming together from two different backgrounds. Yes. That's why that God, yes. God bring out Eve from Adam. Yes. See, they are from different backgrounds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. because someone I was trained in the village, this one was trained in the, in the city. In the city. Yes. In the village, I you use our hand to eat. Mm-hmm. In the city, they use fork and knife. I yes. can't use it. Yes. So there will be <laughs> a conflict. There will be need for compromise to compromise. Mm-hmm. But when I talk mm-hmm. about compromise, you are not compromising anything that has to do with God in mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. outside. That is mm-hmm. against the word of God. Mm-hmm. Or if it's something like eating or something like that, you can yes. compromise that. Oh, yes. That, oh, I don't like to eat this. No, but your wife likes to eat it. You need yes. to learn. Mm-hmm. That is when mm-hmm. they will say, okay, mm-hmm. we are together in this. Mm-hmm. Not just you cook another thing, another thing. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. You need to mm-hmm. learn mm-hmm. to do this. Like I've seen some people that for women that they don't like football. But because yes. their husband likes football, yes. oh, they yes. have to. Yes. Not that they have to, but they think, oh, they, I need to. Show him that we're in yes. this together. So yes. even if I don't, they will be dead watching. Mm-hmm. And when the husband is shouting, they too they help all the husband <laughs> to shout. And before you know what's happening, they too mm-hmm. begin to enjoy yes. or understand. Yes. Football. So it's that's where the compro the compromise comes from. Mm-hmm. And also, as I said, communication is very very key mm-hmm. in 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 marriage. Yeah. It's very very key. We yeah. can't overemphasize yeah. that yeah. because if you don't communicate, what you are just telling that person is to start making up. Mm. What you are not saying, you will be saying it in a heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe this mm-hmm. is what it meant. This is, yes. I wish it's yeah. not very, very yeah. good. 
more years. I've, I think, uh, okay, like the example with the football, for example, like it's uh, talking about intimacy now. It's a way to create a, a bond. Yeah. But when it comes to certain things where it becomes, say, for example, now with me, I love politics. I absolutely love politics. And the only things I want to watch it's either a political debate or it's uh, intellectual debates between professors and those are the only things that interest me. So now if I have my missus come in and say, oh, I want to watch some Nigerian movie, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Compromising on that, it's, it's very hard for me because the first thing that clicks in my mind is how do you watch that? <laughs> It, 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 no, it, it's quite, it's quite hard. But how do we balance that? Yeah, I, I think with that, it's um, I've, I, what I do with me, let me use myself as an example. Mm. Um, like maybe all this movie, the only mm. time I watch movies, okay, when I go to the dining to uh, to eat, mm. just put on the TV because mm. there's TV in the dining room. So there, we can put a Nigerian movie or whatever, and yes. everybody will be watching. Yes. And most of the time, I don't even wait to see when it finishes before mm. I leave. When I finish, <laughs> my... so in order to, um, because at times when I went to talk about compromise, mm. it's not all the time. It's not that it is compulsory that oh, I have to do what he's doing. She has to do what I'm doing. So the way I've solved that problem in my house is if it's football, I know uh, at times my wife, she doesn't watch football anyway, but I can watch football. Though I don't support any team, but I just enjoy watching football. So I can go to the bedroom and turn on the TV there. And the children, and the, the children, I even can tell you that oh, they want to watch um, I want Rhyme. Yes. So <laughs> everybody will be on their own hmm. watching Mm -hmm. So that's how we mm. try to sort it out. Because, but if we have only one TV in the mm -hmm. house, yes. and that might get a little bit of, mm. and there, I think it will take the maybe with the wisdom of God yes. for you to be able to actually <laughs> get that. Through because oh, yes. even when the children comes and they say they the want so they want to watch mm. this thing mm. at times not all the time can you tell them no i know i'm i'm watching this True. most of the time True. you have to leave it for them yes and so as a man also mm. if that's happening between husband and wife mm. you might have to give mm. because this is where going back to a wise man builded his house and mm -hmm. this is not just the wise man a yeah. woman it's also yes. a man because yes. i might say okay if that's what she wants let me just leave it mm. it doesn't matter for me, like football, if I don't watch it, that doesn't mean the the people that are playing will not get their money. True, that is true. <laughs> that doesn't that change true, anything. Yes. So if I understand that and say, what am I losing by not watching this football? Mm. Mm. So if I'm not losing anything, mm. then why then do I want to use the mm. watching football to destroy my marriage? Mm. 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 But as I said, it has to be, the woman also has to think that way, but if not, yes. because if I give, say, okay, go and watch your, no, I will, I will not watch football, go and watch, go and watch, then I will mm -hmm. expect one day yes. to reciprocate it and say, okay, of don't course. worry, 
you go. But if that doesn't come, even as a husband also, you might actually call your wife attention mm. to it. This thing that you are doing is not good though. <laughs> because I've been... <laughs> no, it might just be yes. something because she might not even say anything bad in it. But mm-hmm. you, as mm-hmm. the father, as the mm-hmm. man of the house, mm-hmm. as the head of that home, mm-hmm. pointing, because if your children is doing something wrong, you tell them, no, 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 of no. Of course, yes. You don't do that. Yes. That's not how to do it. And also you can pray. Mm-hmm. Aline, this I've gave you I gave up my football yesterday, last week, <laughs> this week, and you can't even, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. she might not mm-hmm. want to do it immediately, yes. but she think about it next mm-hmm. time and say, okay, let me just. Oh, yes. You brought up children. I, I want to ask because the dynamics when it's just a man and a woman is different from the dynamics when children, children yeah. are involved. So we've raising children now. Uh, there is this... Uh, Good cop, bad cop. So that is the one who disciplines. Mom is the one who gives us all the nice things. And I have seen situations where the kids know who is who. And so they start to pit one against the other. Um, what would be the best way to go about that particular situation? Especially, I mean, with considering what we're looking at, how a woman builds the home, what would be the best way? Because, I mean, there are times when it's the other case, that is the one who does all the nice things, mom is the one who's disciplining the children and things like that. What would be the best way to sort that out? Um, the best way to sort that out is, and looking at this also from the point mm. of view of a good mm. home, of mm. a Christian home. Yes. It, there must not be any time that daddy will say something mm. the children and mommy will change it. Mm. No. Mm. If mommy say you are not having that orange juice, yes. daddy must not change that. Mm. Even mm. if daddy thinks what mommy said, the mommy's decision was wrong, mm. Um, mm. daddy must not correct mm. that decision that was wrong right there. Mm. Because if it does, it's given those children. They are very clever. Mm-hmm. They will just be watching, and yes. they, as you rightly said, they know if I go to daddy, I will get my, I will have my way. If mm-hmm. I go to mommy, I will mm-hmm. have my way. I think Pastor has said this before that there mm-hmm. was a guy that he was he, when he need to talk about when he need to do anything uh, academic, he goes to daddy. Oh, when yes. he needs to go to do oh, anything yes. about yes. <laughs> going out, yes. going out to party, <laughs> he, he mm-hmm. goes to mommy. Yes. That shouldn't be the case. Mm-hmm. So, and that's to show that in that home, there's problem. Mm. And the children, they know. Yes. So, the best thing to do with that, that is that don't ever, even if you disagree with your wife's decision on that issue, yes, that must not be corrected in the presence of the children. You mm. can correct that when you get to the bedroom. Ah, there. What you said, the way you treated that boy, I don't like it. Too. You, you mm. should have done. You should have done this. Mm-hmm. So that, but mm. because if you do that correction right there mm. in the presence of the children, then mm. you are creating mm. a lot of problem for them, for the children. Because mm. as I said, they know where to go. Wherever they can get favor, that's where they lean to. Yes. So it's always good to make sure that when you say A, it must mm. be A, mm. collective. Mm. Not just that is saying A, mommy is saying B. Because mm. like, like water, water will always look for the lowest level to flow into. True. So True. the children will always look to whichever one is. Yes, no, we but if they yeah. know that if we push me against daddy, mm. I will bounce back. If you put me against mommy, <laughs> I will bounce back. They will just... Oh, yes. So that's the best way to go by it. And 
in no circumstances should you, as a husband or wife, argue or reprimand your wife or husband in the presence of your children. No. They might not talk. They might be as little as one year, two years old, but they can see things mm. happening. Mm. I remember the other day I was my little boy, Jeremiah. Mm. I said, I was talking to someone. I said, otherwise. The next thing I heard was, otherwise. Mm. <laughs> Where do you get that from? <laughs> and if they say, also, like um, some days ago, we're just driving, we're going, and I was playing uh, music in my car hmm. and I can hear Daniel singing the same music. Yes. And and I say, so if it's another thing that I'm playing in this, this he is how it will pick it. So, well. yes. And I didn't know that it was even picking those things when the music yes. were played before then, before he yes. started singing along. So mm. it's the same way with whatever we do in mm. the house. In the presence of the children, yeah. we must make sure that it's what we want them to learn. Yes. Because at the moment, they are our we are their role model. Mm-hmm. They want to be like daddy. They want to be like mommy. Yes. And we have to make sure that we are not maybe um, giving them wrong signals. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's why it is important to make sure yes. that if daddy is saying A, mommy also should be saying A. Yes. Even if you if daddy is now daddy is at work and you ask mommy for something. And mommy has no say yes. You come, daddy comes back. Daddy, you ask daddy for the same thing. Mm-hmm. What they would say should be the same. same thing. Yes, 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 mm, yes. Let me ask about what two questions I still want to ask about um, during the marriage. I want to ask you about managing in-laws. I uh, also want to ask about managing friends. Now, of course, before. Um, the young man marries, before the young woman marries, they've had people in their life. Now, when they marry, the dynamics is different because now it's not just you. It's you're with somebody. How does this man manage the friends? Not just friends on his side, but also friends on the wife's side as well. Um, the moment we got married, this is now the issue for two people that Bible mm. refers to as they come together and become mm. one. Mm. Every other thing apart from these two mm. is third parties. Yeah. And they should be treated like third parties. Mm. Mm. Of course, you have friends before you get married. She has friends before she got married. Mm. But the moment we come together as husband and wife mm. and we are the best of friends. Mm. Every mm. other friend, they are mm. secondary mm. in their marriage. Mm. And there should not be at any point in time that you take the issue in that marriage mm. to either left or right, that is the man mm. friend or the boy's friend. Mm. No, there mm. shouldn't be, mm. especially if we are talking about Christian home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there shouldn't be, so Managing them is a matter of knowing that these are my old friends. Yes. And no matter how well you know them, how well you are related before, there must be a limitation in that now. Mm. And if there's anything that you realize that, oh, it's in their life, or so it was my friend before, Mm. or there's something in the life of this person that Mm. can make me 
that can affect what I'm doing now in terms of my mm. marriage. Mm. And there's no something wrong in dropping. Of course, they will be angry. Yes. But to me, that's a secondary. Mm. Mm. If I use myself as an example, normally I don't keep friends. I'm, I'm, although, if I go through my, if I want to do anything, any part of the world, I can mm. go through my phone and get number of one or two people. Mm. Do, but mm. I don't keep intimate friends. Mm. Guy from the maybe it was because the way we were brought up. Mm. When I used I used to live with my mom. Mm. In fact, you can't say you are going out to for what <laughs> you are in trouble. <laughs> so it has really got to see that going out of my house is always a very difficult for me. Mm. I don't enjoy yes. going out of yeah. my. So I don't keep friends. So mm. based on that, I don't have many friends, mm. and so I don't have any many friends to deal with to part mm. with. Mm-hmm. But one thing, even the friend that I had. Which is even a Muslim, for that matter, that we mm. went to university together from yeah. year one to when we graduated. We mm. slept on the same bed throughout. Mm. Even when I was, maybe when I had um, in courtship, I've never talked about what is going on mm. in my relationship with my. This it was is the closest mm. friend I have. Yes. it's the only. Even I can say it's the only one. The mm. only friend I, I've never mm. sat down. And say, oh, this is mm. this what this lady did. After. Mm. So based on that, it's not it's quite easy for me yes. not to talk about my family to anybody, yeah. even including my extended family, my family. Yes, yes. Because even when I had issue with my marriage, mm. everything has been sorted before anybody heard that there was an mm. issue. Mm-hmm. 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 Because mm-hmm. I didn't, I know, I well, the way I put it is that I brought myself into this, Yes, I have to find my way yeah. within it. Yeah. I yeah. must not bring anybody into it. I don't yeah. even believe in maybe bringing people into mm. my marital issue. Mm. It should mm. be whatever. If we cannot resolve it, then that must, that means there's huge problem. Then whatever mm. the case may be, we should be able to resolve yes. it within us. So yeah. dealing with both from the man's side and the, from the lady's side mm. is making sure that you know the boundary. Mm. Some people... They are not like they are not as fortunate as me, not having many friends. Some people they have mm. quite a lot of friends, mm-hmm. so it will be difficult. Mm-hmm. But if you know the goal mm. of this marriage that mm. you want to make this marriage to work, mm. you need to mm. make sure that you find a way to drop some of them. And some of them it's quite easy to drop, I will tell you. Mm. Especially if you are talking about Christian home. Yeah. It's easy to drop in the sense that by the time they call you, you say, Oh, I'm doing with my my, my husband this. My wife, this mm. they mm. will gradually themselves they will start yes. dropping. Say no, yes. if you call her now, she will be talking about her husband. Yeah. If you call him now, she will be talking about yeah. his wife. They will start unless if the devil is sending them to use government. <laughs> to mm-hmm. the market, that's when they will yes. know yes. want to maybe leave yes. you alone. But yes. it's yeah. it's not something that is too difficult. But it's something that we have to mm-hmm. uh, agree together that we need to do this. Mm. We need to because if you don't do it, mm-hmm. the uh, the one of the vehicles that the devil can use yeah. to scatter yes. that marriage. Yes. Yes. So let me ask let me ask the question from this point of view because uh I mean different people listen to this. Not everyone who listens to this is a Christian. Yeah. I mean some people are Christians, but also I mean we know some people said they're Christians. Uh something that comes up, you know, when whenever we talk about this things is oh what about people who 
are just looking to isolate this person from their family and friends so they can dominate them. You know, like um, uh, earlier I talked about people being tyrants. Now, a woman can do it, a man can do it, but it's just to isolate this person so they can control control their lives. I, I don't know, how do we guard against that? Of course, we do not want friends involved because of what we're trying to build, but also to get a balance between the two because say this brother or say this sister, today we're talking specifically about the brother. So say this brother's married a uh, woman and maybe he hasn't made the perfect choice. And now the woman is saying, oh, I do not want you to associate with anyone. I do not want you to associate with anyone at all. And it is definitely for a particular motive. How does he guard against that? Um, if I say, if a husband or a wife is the one telling the, either of them telling each other, yeah. I don't want you to associate with this person, I don't want to associate with this person. There's problem. It's either, unless if you are a prophet or a pastor that you've seen that this person mm-hmm. is this bad, that's when. But if not, if you are saying that because you want to control, you want to have a domineering power over that person, mm-hmm. from the beginning, that marriage is not where it does not start where it's supposed to start from. Mm-hmm. So even if you Decide to control. If you manage to control, not to control, it might end up in a broken family mm. because it was not laid down out on the yes. on a good foundation from the beginning. Mm. That's when you'll be having that. Because when it comes to dropping friends in your marriage, mm. it's not even something that will be part of discussion. That I don't want. I don't want that. If you because you have a goal, it's just like if I'm going to on a project now, like if I'm. Working on a project, we have about, you have an architect, you have a beauty surveyor, you have yes. a social engineer. Mm. Every one of us, we are working towards one goal mm. of making mm. sure that we deliver that project successfully. Yes. So if yes. that is the mm. aim, and in marriage also, there's a aim there. Mm-hmm. That I want to build this home that mm. the devil cannot come near, that it cannot yes. be broken. Yes. Then mm. it's not going to be the husband or the wife that will be saying, don't, uh, don't, go close to this, go mm-hmm. close to this. It's something that I know that I don't have to do yes. if I want to build yes. this home. Yes. So, yes. from that point of view, if a man, if unfortunately, if you, a man or a woman find herself or himself in a marriage whereby it needs uh, one person is to be, to be the dominating partner. Yes. And let's assume this person doesn't know God. Mm. then I'm sure what they can do mm. is because with that, they will still need to talk to someone. Yes. Because if you don't, there might be problem alone and the problem mm. might get to stay where that you can actually uh, maybe go beyond what you can control. Mm. So mm. if you emphasize that that is the purpose of this person mm-hmm. telling me to drop to, to drop that, yes. then definitely um, you need to do it prayerfully, mm-hmm. but you still need to get someone involved because it might, if it's just for domineering, that might not be much of a problem, Mm. but it might actually be more than just Mm. domineering Mm. nature of the man. It might be or the woman, or it can be both sides. So, so I think that's the way I will look at it. Yes. Yes. It's, um, it's, it's just a matter of depends on the foundation. 
Yes. That's where you know lead, lead you to whether this mm. will happen or this. I will mm. need to. But if mm. a man start telling a woman, don't go, don't I don't want to see you with this person again. Yes. Something is wrong somewhere. Mm. Mm. Yes. So quickly, let's just touch on the family. So in laws. So about the family from the man's side now, because there are some family members who want to be involved and tell you this is how you ought to behave in your home, this is how you ought to shape your own family. And so family from the man's side and also in-laws from the woman's side, how, considering what um, the man, what the woman is building and the man's role in that building, how do we manage the two so whether you're dealing with the family that's coming from your own house or dealing with the family that's coming from the women's house, how does this man manage manage with the two? Um, with that, I think um, it's more to do with a personality. Mm. Like, um, also, it also depends on your background. Mm. One thing that I thank God for, for myself is the fact that from the beginning yes i make it i don't pretend mm. to be friend of everybody mm. so that if i decide not to call you you will not say mm. before he got married to our daughter he used to call me every day <laughs> no yes yes so like my in-laws now they know that um if i if any, I can call them anytime I feel like mm. calling them, mm. not because it's an obligation. Mm. And mm. also, and I would not say, oh, my wife, you must call my family every day, every mm. minute. No, mm. because this is my family. Yes. Every other thing that comes uh, is secondary to my family. This is what God has committed to my hand, yes. in which yes. I will give account of. Mm. My mm. family will not be the one to give account of my of of uh, my extended family yes. or either from wife or from the uh, from husband, mine yes, would yeah. be the one to give accounts of how I handle well, my own immediate family. Yes, yes. So that should be the point that no, mm. this is us. Every mm. other person that comes in there, they mm. are third parties, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they should be kept at a bay. Yes, yes. Of course, there's also having said that. There's also a position that they can, the, fam- the two families mm. can take when mm. it comes to marriage, especially mm. if there's issue mm. in the marriage. Because if there's mm-hmm. issue in the marriage, mm-hmm. you might need to maybe, if it's beyond what you can resolve among you between both of you, yes. you might need to actually take it. Don't worry, yes. you might need to actually take it to another, to the maybe family part of the family. Yes. So, but having said that. Yes. It's just a matter of us knowing that the extended family, the extended family, yes. they are not supposed to be part of your immediate family. Yes, yes. Okay, I want to look at. Um, I want to look at the expectations people would normally have about marriage, and also the reality of what happens in homes. The expectations, do they necessarily match the reality? What things are true? What things are just wishful thinking? And where do we have the balance? Um, well, expectation of marriage from both Christian and non-Christian point of view, they are mm. different. Mm. But mm. there's one common in there mm. is... Um, 
if I get married, yes. I must have children. Mm. Mm. That's one big expectation of mm. every marriage. Mm. Every union that calls marriage is expectation that, oh, then mm. we must have a child or yes. children. Yes. And that's one expectation. Mm. But when we look at it also from another point of view, setting the right expectation from the beginning mm. also depends on where do you start from? Mm. How did the foundation, how did you lay the foundation of that marriage? Yes. Because if you lay it on God from the beginning, mm. your, the, as the Bible says that the expression of the righteous shall not be cut off. So there's no way mm. your expression would not. And mm. I talk about the fact that when you are in courtship, it's completely different. Yes. And it's possible when we are in courtship to have a high expectation of, oh, the way this guy is lavishing me with gift when we're in courtship, mm. that's the way it will continue. Yes. It doesn't work that way. In reality, <laughs> <laughs> in reality, it doesn't work that way because mm-hmm. when the moment it becomes husband and wife, yes. it's a different ballgame mentally. Mm. And that's mm. why the mm. coming together of mind, mm. as in Nemo chapter 3, chapter 3, says that can't yes. work together, it be agreed. If... Yes. Both of them come together, then that's where even if the expectation is not being met, yes, then they will still be able to carry on, mm. carry on. Mm. That's why you see some people they say they've been married for ten years, fifteen years with no child. See, it's, that doesn't mean they are, they are, they didn't go through lots of challenges, lots of things. Even there will be a day that we think, mm. oh, this will just be the end of it. But mm. the fact that it was laid on the foundation of God from the beginning, mm. that we help them to go through it yes. and get to the end. Yes. So setting the right expectation from the beginning mm. is quite important. And when mm. I say setting the right expectation, it's like casting all the burden upon God. Upon God yes. And that is based mm. on where do you start from. Yes. If you start yes. on the wrong footing, like the friend I gave an example, the person I spoke with in Nigeria, mm. that is mm. really, that was, I believe that uh, relationship started mm. from a very wrong perspective. I mm. give you why I say that. This guy, when, when he traveled down to Nigeria and two, she, she, he was there for two weeks, yes. and when he was going, even the parents of the guy mm. was telling this lady, oh, that in the next few weeks, we should hear good news. They've not got married. What? Good news that she should get pregnant. And you oh, see wow. the expectation? Oh, wow. 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 Oh, oh, That's oh, an expectation. Oh, oh. <laughs> that is funny, but that is, this is reality. This is not... F- wow. This is exactly what happened. Hmm. Hmm. And I told her, I say, and you believe that this is the right thing? No, it's hmm. not. Hmm. You are going into this with your two eyes wide open. Yes. If you've not heard, if you if you if nobody is telling you, if you are not, if you have not been warned, mm. then God can say, "Oh, it was a mistake." It she yes. didn't know. But this one, you you open your eyes mm. and you are going to this. Yes. What sort of expectation do you have? Of course. One of the things that she said about the guy was the father. Oh, this guy, and ever since they've been cutting, even she, as uh, to give us something is so difficult, mm. like a gift, like this, maybe. Mm. And I say, if this is happening before you get married, it's be, be ready to be self-sufficient when yes. you get married. Oh yes, oh yes. Because the time that men 
generally splash money on their fiancé or anything mm-hmm. is when courtship, we yes. are in courtship. Yes. But if he's doing this now, you can be sure when you get married, you need to be self-dependent. If you think that the husband will carry the whole body, <laughs> it's not going to happen. It will not happen. Oh. So that is expectation. If So trying to, if you are going to this, you need to set a good expectation, a proper mm-hmm. expectation that can be met. Yes. Because not to say, oh, when I, I have um, a family, one of my families that what she's looking for is looking for a, a, a husband that has as Rolls Royce or as Masharati as this because you know that she needs money. <laughs> so if eventually she got married to someone that doesn't have that kind of money, yes. then there will be a problem. That is, that is setting an expectation mm. that cannot be met. True, true. Or if that expectation will be met, it will be met with very few people. And most of the time, when men meet, meet that kind of expectation, mm. There will be a condition conditions yeah. for meeting it. Yes. So I think it's just a matter of maybe setting the right expression. And just to round up on that is if the foundation was laid properly, mm. I think I keep coming back to that because yes. if we don't lay that foundation well, mm. I'm a building, I mean mm. the building industry. If you mm. want to build a 10-story building, mm. the depth of your foundation will be deeper than mm. when you are building just a story building. Mm. Mm. So the same way in marriage, if you don't lay it down, if it's not based on God, if you yes. don't lay everything upon God from the yeah. beginning, then there may, the issue will just be trying to manage it. Casual because, and marriage is not meant to be managed. It's not, mm. n- not meant to be endured. It's mm. meant to be enjoyed. Yes. But yes. if we are enduring marriage, it's because we didn't do it right from the beginning, mm. and mm. we don't want to. We don't want to a broken home. So yes. let me just be managing it and see how things will go. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. to round up on this as well, I know of a woman here in London that she got married to this man. Mm. The man is a drunkard. Even she wanted to leave the marriage, mm. but the pastor cannot tell you to leave your marriage. That is true. Pastor, ah, you just need to manage. You got to manage. Do you believe that one day this man came back from wherever he goes and maybe drunk and he pushed this woman from the staircase and the woman died? Yeah. So that is, this is indeed in London here in the UK. Yes. yes. So it's um, the, the moment one made that mistake from the beginning mm, mm. is always mm. difficult. That's why we, they used to say that mm. if you can't change either a boy or a man or, or, or a, a lady before you get married. Mm. Say, oh, I will convert him when I will get married. It never it, it never happened. No. So <laughs> no. that's making sure that you set a proper expectation from the beginning. Mm. Then before you go into marriage, yes. then that's when that can be managed. Mm. Oh, I want to thank you very much, sir, for um, doing this with me today. We've been looking at Proverbs 14 verse 1. A wise woman builds her home, but a foolish block it down with her own hands. Um, I just want you to speak to this real quick, because this is how I read that particular passage. I read it as, a wise woman builds her home if her husband lets her do it. So if the man decides to antagonize the woman all the way, then there is no building of the home. No. Yes. 
Oh, thank you so very much. So it's been a pleasure having you and I will look forward to having you come back again, you know, explore other issues with you. It's, um, it's been really brilliant. One of the things um, you mentioned, it's your profession as so in, you know, the construction field. And I really want us to explore that, you know, discuss Christians in the marketplace, you know, getting involved in society. And it's, it's, been, it's been absolutely um, wonderful having you today. My guest today has been Brother Rob to me, and we um, have looked at this from a man's perspective, how we ought to build a home. I want to thank you, my listeners, for listening to today's episode of the I Am A Christian podcast. I am Ohis. Until the next one, stay blessed.